Welcome to the Thriving in the Kingdom podcast with me, Vincent Kodongo. This is a place where you learn how to function in the kingdom of heaven optimally through the application of its timeless principles. We've been speaking about the series on uh, planning and uh, in our last uh, three episodes we have spoken about the significance of planning, the interplay between our plans and God's plans and uh, setting worthwhile goals. In today's episode, we're going to speak about dependence on God, dependence on God when we are planning. And uh, a large, the, 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 the central theme of this is uh, prayer. It's about prayer. So the scriptures tell us this uh, in Proverbs chapter 16, verse 3. They say, it says, commit to the Lord whatever you do and your plans will succeed. Commit to the Lord whatever you do and your plans will succeed. That means that after preparing a plan that is consistent with God's agenda and which constitutes worthwhile goals, uh, take it to the Lord in prayer and I would add also and fasting. Uh, We're having this episode in February and uh, most of the times uh, for most churches uh, you find that uh, and most institutions you find that we spend a lot of time uh, in prayer and fasting at the beginning of the year. The same case for us at Kingdom Diplomats Reports and even for the respective churches that we attend. Uh, we spend time praying and fasting for the year based on the word that we have had God directing us towards. Uh, and so we, 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 we don't just want to go into the year like that. We want to, to depend upon God. And for that reason, uh, for, that, for that reason, would like uh, I would uh, uh, rather let me put it this way that uh, the reason why we do this is will be explained in this episode. Uh, maybe let's start with Jesus himself. Uh, Jesus himself. Uh, if you read the book of Luke chapter four, the way Jesus started his ministry, Luke chapter four, uh, verse one to two, it says, uh, "Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit." in the desert where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil he ate nothing uh, during those days and at the end of them he was angry so you say he was fasting for 40 days uh, <clears throat> before he started his ministry so he didn't just start his ministry by planning and executing things he started by prayer and fasting yeah and then you see the effect of the prayer and fasting is that if you go now to verse uh, uh, 14 and 15 it says that uh, Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the spirit and news about him spread throughout the whole countryside he taught in their synagogues and everyone praised him so you can see the effect that there is the amplification of the flow of the power of the spirit who is in him yeah? he, came in, he came back in the power of the spirit because of that prayer and, and fasting we need the power of the spirit in executing divine assignments eh? then if you read now uh, in terms of the same just in the same spirit eh? if you read now uh, uh, verse 31 it says uh, 31 to 36 it says this it says uh, then he went down to Capernaum in Galilee and on the Sabbath he began uh, to teach the people they were amazed at his teaching because his message had authority in the synagogue <coughs> uh, 
in the synagogue there was a man possessed by a demon, an evil spirit. He cried out at the top of his voice, uh, Ha! Ha! What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Be quiet, Jesus said sternly. Come out of him. Then the demon threw the man down before them and all came out without injuring him. Verse 36 says, All the people were amazed at, uh, amazed and said uh, to each other, What is this teaching? With authority and power, he gives orders to the evil spirits and they come out. Then verse 37 says, And Jesus uh, and the news about him are spread throughout the surrounding area. So you can see that even uh, this power of the spirit that he came with and he was, pray, uh, he was uh, ministering under, you see now it manifests that as he's ministering under that anointing, the power level is a power encounter with the evil spirit. So evil spirit begin to experience the, the pressure because of the presence of the Holy Ghost in the forum, in the setting. And now they begin, they are provoked. And so they begin to speak out and then he cast out the demons. So you see the power of the spirit. All this is coming from the, the dimension of him having spent time in in. Uh, in uh, prayer and fasting then verse 38 says uh verse 38 uh, to 41 it says you see we see you see, you see that's, that that was casting out of demons then now in verse 38 to 41 you see now with the same power you see the healings happening so it says jesus left the synagogue went when uh, and went home uh, to the home of uh, simon now simon's mother-in-law was suffering from a high fever and they asked jesus to help her so he went so he bent over her and rebuked the fever and it left her. She got up at once and began to wait on, on them. So you can see the level of power there. Then it continues in verse 40 says, When the sun was setting, the people brought to Jesus all who had various kinds of sickness and lay and, and laying his hands on them, each one or uh, each one uh, laying his hand uh, uh, and hands on them, he healed them yeah laying his hands on each one he healed them moreover demons came out many people shouting you are the son of god but he rebuked them and will not allow them to speak because he uh, they knew he was the christ so you can see the power of the spirit was operating mightily in him by prayer and, and he did not just stop at that time uh, for uh uh, relying on the 40 days of prayer and fasting he continued to pray we see this in 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 42 in verse 42 where he says that at daybreak jesus went out to a solitary place the people were looking for him and when they came to where uh, he was they tried to keep him from leaving them but he said i must preach the good news of the kingdom and of god to the other towns uh, also because that is why I was sent. So verse 41 is speaking about uh, at daybreak. He went out to a solitary place. So he went out to pray. He went out to pray. So prayer is something that you start with and you continue with. So if Jesus himself could invest in prayer, that means we also need to invest in prayer <clears throat> when you are to back our plans. <clears throat> To make our plans effective that after preparing a plan that is consistent with God's agenda and which constitutes worthwhile goals 
then we need to take it to the Lord in prayer and fasting. Because uh, when you commit to the Lord, whatever we do, our plans will succeed. So what is the purpose of prayer within this context, therefore, in terms of uh, extracting from uh, the principles from Scripture? <clears throat> the first reason is that prayer releases supernatural power for the implementation of the plan. Your capacity as a human being is limited. You need the power of God to fulfill God's agenda. We have seen that in, G- in, in Jesus, that as he, he, as he spent time in prayer and fasting, he came back with the power of the Spirit. And he, as he ministered, he ministered with authority. People could feel it. And he cast out demons. And he, 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 he brought healing, supernatural healing and deliverance to people, you see. Yeah. The second reason why we should pray is that <clears throat> prayer deals with natural and spiritual obstacles, natural and spiritual obstacles huh? to the execution of our, uh, to the implementation of our plans, to the execution of our vision, of our assignments. Huh? <clears throat> it deals with natural and spiritual obstacles. Huh? These are visible and invisible barriers, both. Huh? So it is an avenue for spiritual warfare against the kingdom of darkness. Those are invisible barriers. Huh? Uh, so every activity you have to know these two things uh, that every activity to advance the kingdom agenda the agenda of the kingdom of God uh, will be opposed by the enemy every activity to advance the agenda of the kingdom of heaven will be opposed by the enemy and secondly there will also be opposition from men one is because the, the enemy uses men sometimes it generally influences people to oppose God's agenda but also, generally, there are people who just oppose, maybe oppose to your plan. Don't imagine that if you have good plans and if you have good intentions, everybody will just support you. Yeah? And not, that's not necessarily true. Sometimes people are going to oppose. If you talk about uh, opposition from, uh, from men, uh, let's, if you look at uh, the book of Hebrews, uh, chapter 12, uh, Hebrews chapter 12, uh, from verse... Uh, uh, three, it says this. It says concerning Jesus. It says, uh, "Consider him who endured such opposition from sinful men, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart." So there will be opposition from men. If you look at the vision of uh, of uh, uh, Nehemiah in the book of Nehemiah, you find that he's being opposed by 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 men foreigners uh, who are opposed to the devil, to the to the. God's agenda for the Jews, the rebuilding of the wall of Jerusalem. If you look at the case of Ezra, the book of Ezra, you see also opposition from men. There will, so there will be opposition from men and there will be opposition from the kingdom of darkness. Huh? <clears throat> uh, let's look at some of the scriptures which uh, re-emphasize this huh? in terms of uh, like uh, starting with the opposition from the kingdom of darkness. So you see, <clears throat> the scriptures say this in uh, Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12. Huh? So the, the scripture said this, it says, uh, in the NIV it says, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. So we are not just fighting human beings, we are fighting supernatural forces. So that's why we need prayer and even fasting, because some do not go except by prayer and fasting. So when you start off, before you, you, you execute your plan, you need to have a, a, ensure that you take care of the supernatural barriers, the spiritual invisible barriers by prayer and fasting. We see also this in uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 
second uh, Corinthians chapter 10 verse uh, verse 3 to 5 this is speaking about barriers in the spiritual barriers in the mind strongholds huh? so second Corinthians chapter 10 verse uh, from verse uh, uh, 3 uh, it says it says for though we live in the world we do not wage war as the world does the weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world on the contrary they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. You see? So, so their mindsets, their arguments, their pretensions, uh, their high things that exalt, they set themselves against God in the mindsets of men. If you're going to execute plans that are related to people, you see, their, mind, their strongholds are basically just... Uh, wrong mindsets that are reinforced by the kingdom of darkness. So as we pray and fast, as we invoke the supernatural weapons, uh, the weapons like the name of Jesus, uh, to deal with the forces of darkness, the word of God, you know, we are we are we are we are countering these arguments. We are countering these reinforcements by the kingdom of darkness with these mindsets uh, to deal with the, the uh, uh, to, uh, and, and, and seeking to remove these barriers. Uh, for the word of God to penetrate, for the light of God, for the values and the principles of the kingdom to penetrate in the hearts and mindsets of men. You see, so 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 if you want to, if you're going to be ministering to people, you see, like Jesus was starting his ministry, he was going to preach the gospel to people. So he had to deal with the barriers, this kind of barriers. So we have to be conscious huh, that we are we have to deal also with the barriers in that which are constitutes strongholds, which constitutes mindsets of men, belief systems huh, that are in the mindsets of people that we are going to be dealing with. Huh? Are, are, are primarily non-believers, but also there's some believers. Also, we have cultural mindsets uh, that are that are limiting uh, the flow of God's agenda within their sphere of influence. So our prayers uh, deal with those uh, barriers. Uh. We see also in the book of Daniel uh, another illustration of uh, dealing with the uh, invisible barriers. Uh. Daniel chapter ten, from verse twelve, the scripture says this says. Uh, uh, concerning it's an angel that was speaking to Daniel. Daniel, uh, from uh, if you read from verse uh, uh, two, you see that he had spent time praying and fasting for twenty-one days, and uh, uh, he was seeking the understanding of a vision that God had given him. So this is what the scriptures say in verse twelve. It says that uh, the angel is speaking now. Then he says, then he continued, "Do not be afraid, Daniel, since the first day that you set your mind to gain understanding and to humble yourself before your God." Your words were heard, and I have come in response to them. But the prince of, of the Persian kingdom resisted me 21 days. Then Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me because I was detained there with the king of Persia. Now I have come to explain to you what will happen to your people in the future. For the vision concerns yet a, 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 a time yet to come. So you see, it speaks about Daniel and was praying, <clears throat> and God released the answer from the first day of his understanding of the vision. But a territorial spirit, huh? that's why they call him the, the prince of Persia, or the king of Persia, the Persian kingdom. It's, this is not speaking about a human being, it's speaking about a force of darkness, a force, a territorial spirit huh? that is blocking the angel that was a messenger, so that another angel, the archangel Michael, the one who defends the saints, the one who comes to is a leader of the warfare he came to intervene and help them to clear the way from the prince of Persia so that the, the message could reach Daniel 
as because and this was happening as Daniel was praying and fasting for the 21 days. You see, the first date had been released. So for the 20 next next 20 days, it's just praying and persisting until the breakthrough. Daniel did not even know, even though he was a prophet, God has not revealed to him what was happening. The angel is the one who's revealing to him later on at the end of this breakthrough that this is what was actually happening. You see, so you see, invisible barriers, huh? invisible barriers dealt with by prayer and fasting. Yeah. And uh, we can also look at First uh, Corinthians chapter sixteen. First Corinthians chapter sixteen, verse uh, from verse uh, seven. It says uh, seven to nine. It says, uh, "This is Apostle Paul speaking to the Corinthian church." He says, uh, "I do not want. I, I do not want to see you now, and make only a passing visit. I hope to spend some time with you, if the Lord permits. But I will. I, I will. But I will stay on." Uh, but I will stay on at Ephesus until Pentecost because a great door for effective work has opened to me and there are many who oppose me. A great door for effective work. See, the Amplified Bible says a great door, uh, uh, a very promising opportunity has opened to me, but there are many uh, who oppose me. Some version says there are many adversaries. <clears throat> yeah. So you see, the fact that you have planned something, the fact that God has told you something is, um, does not mean it'll just be clear. There'll be spiritual opposition. There'll be opposition from men. A great door, a promising opportunity. Yet there will be opposition. So prayer deals with the visible and invisible barriers huh, to that. Huh? An exam, another illustration of that is First Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 18, <clears throat> which is... Uh, it's Apostle Paul is saying is speaking to the Thessalonians and he says this in his first letter to them. He says, For we wanted to come to you. Certainly I Paul did again and again. <clears throat> but Satan blocked our way. See, for we wanted to come to you. Certainly I Paul did again and again. But Satan blocked our way. The New Living Translation says, uh, prevented. Satan prevented us, you know. The King James Version says Satan hindered us. God's word translation says Satan made it impossible. So you see, this Apostle Paul, an anointed minister, full of the power of the Spirit, yet there was opposition that was blocking, that he had plans to intervene, but there was spiritual opposition opposing the work of the, the, the kingdom uh, against him, uh, uh, the, the work of the kingdom of heaven uh, through him. You see, so, so prayer deals with natural and spiritual obstacles. Huh? There will be opposition from men and there will be opposition from the forces of darkness. So when you pray you are, you are going, you are able to engage uh, these, these uh, forces and these uh, mindsets of people and their limitations uh, and clear the way for your plans to be implemented. The third thing is that prayer establishes foundations in the spiritual realm on which the plan will be built. You see we live in the spiritual and the natural realm. We exist in both realms. Huh? Because man has a body, soul, spirit, you know. So, 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 prayer establishes foundations in the spiritual realm on which the plans, a plan will be built. Uh, kingdom visions that are thriving are built on a solid spiritual foundation. You may not see it, but in the spiritual realm, if you see, you will see that there is a solid foundation, solid foundation that is built for the kingdom visions that are standing and that thriving. So, when you are praying, you are laying the foundations in the spiritual realm. The fourth reason why uh, we need to pray is that prayer unlocks divine wisdom. Prayer unlocks divine wisdom, revelation, and direction. Prayer unlocks divine wisdom, 
revelation and direction. It sharpens your spiritual sensitivity. It sharpens your spiritual sensitivity. As you pray, the Holy Spirit reveals to you things you need to know in the natural and spiritual realm. Yeah? As you pray, the Holy Spirit reveals to you uh, things that you need to know in the natural realm and the spiritual realm. These examples could be impending danger. So there's some danger that you are, you are about to encounter. So the Spirit reveals to you as you pray. Because as you pray, the, it's praying increases the activity of, of the Holy Spirit. So, or it makes you align towards the, uh, to, uh, uh, sharpens your sensitivity to what the Spirit is saying and what is happening in the spiritual realm. So you will pick up uh, by the Holy Spirit impending danger. It, you can also pick up new ideas. As you are praying, you hear uh, things, ideas dropped into your spirit. And they come as thoughts eventually. Uh, and then there are opportunities. You may also become aware of uh, discern opportunities by the Holy Spirit. You may you may get a sense of redirection as you're praying. Redirection. The Holy Spirit may tell you, no, don't go this way, go this way. And then uh, you may you may also you may not have known what to do. So you find the Holy Spirit may tell you what to do, or the Holy Spirit may tell you what to avoid. So all these things as you are praying, these are the things that are being birthed in the spiritual realm. So you see, prayer is so rich. It's, 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 it's speaking from the spiritual realm. It's speaking also from the mind. It's speaking from the mind of God and from the spiritual realm to, to make you aware of what is happening, what is happening and what you need to know and what you need to align yourself with and what you need to stay away from. And we can see this... Uh, there are various examples you can see. For example, you see like David, before any time before he went to attack any in any battle, engage in any battle, you would inquire of the Lord. You see this several times in the book of First Samuel and Second Samuel that we uh, find that David inquired of the Lord before. He said, "Shall I go and attack these people? Shall I pursue them?" And and God will give him direction and even the strategy. You see King King Jehoshaphat in Second Chronicles chapter twenty when they are surrounded by a large uh, army that was going to come under. Fight them of three nations. Huh? He went and inquired of the Lord, and the Lord responded uh, as they spent time in prayer and fast in praying and fasting. The Lord spoke through a prophet and told them that uh, they are going to uh, assure them that they are going to have victory in that battle and they will not have to fight it. Huh? So they just uh, spent time praising and worshiping, and all these people, confusion was thrown to the, the enemy's uh, camp, and uh, they killed each other until all of them were dead eventually. You see, can imagine that a supernatural intervention uh, by divine direction because they inquired of the Lord. You see that the church in Antioch was praying in, first, in, in, in Acts chapter 13 and they, are, they were just prophets and teachers uh, or some people say prophet teachers. Uh, they were praying and fasting and as they were praying the Holy Spirit spoke to them and told them set apart for me Paul and Barnabas. So as you are praying and fasting the Holy Spirit will speak to you about this. Yeah, you see like the was praying and, and fasting Last year, then God began to speak to me about about my, things to do with myself. Began to speak to me things to do with kingdom diplomats reports, things to do with uh, certain people, uh, things to do with uh, the body of Christ. Because I was been I've been interceding for the body of Christ a lot, especially in terms for the outpouring of the Spirit. So within the sphere of my intercession, the Spirit began to speak to me about what He's saying about this uh, the next few years. Some things you see, you see. So 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 you see prayer. Prayer reveals prayer. Prayer unlocks divine wisdom, revelation, and direction. That as you pray, the Holy Spirit reveals to you 
uh, things that you need to know in the natural realm and the spiritual realm. It could be impending danger that you not have known in any other way. New ideas, new opportunity uh, or opportunities, redirection, what to do, what to avoid. You see, all manner of things can be downloaded in, in prayer. Treasure can be shown to you in prayer. A, a shortcut can be shown to you in prayer. You see, something that you never expected. Uh, just a word in season that can be shown you our direction that people are, are going to would have to research for a long time god will just tell you this is the angle this is the, the way things are going you see uh, and therefore uh, as we saw like also in jesus it's also beyond just starting at the point of uh, after planning that you pray and fast at that time you should maintain prayer so you so you so you have to maintain the cult the habit and culture of prayer throughout the pursuit of vision and the implementation of your plan yeah you have to to maintain the culture and value of prayer prayer okay you see so so that's so 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 prayer is necessary for that this this is what you're speaking about dependence on god in terms of your plan yeah that uh, you you need to pray why because the purpose of prayer just to give you a recap is that the first thing is that prayer releases supernatural power for the implementation of plan because your capacity as a human being is limited you need the power of god to fulfill god's agenda then the secondly is that prayer deals with natural and spiritual uh, obstacles or visible and invisible barriers huh? so there's opposition from men and the opposition from the kingdom of darkness as you pray you deal with these barriers we've seen the examples from scripture the third thing we have said is that prayer establishes foundations in the spiritual realm on which your plan will be built so your plan is not only built in the natural realm, it's built in the spiritual realm. And that's more solid. So kingdom visions that are thriving are built on a solid spiritual foundation. And the fourth thing we have said is that prayer unlocks divine wisdom, revelation, and direction. It's a, it sharpens your spiritual sensitivity to pick up things that you need to pick up from the mind of God and from the spiritual activities that are happening in the spiritual realm. So I pray that you have uh, been uh, blessed by this uh, 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 that, that you have been enlightened by this episode in terms of your plans that uh, after after you have made your plans after you have, you have you have seen what God is saying and doing then uh, you have made your plans according to God's plans and they are worthwhile goals to fulfill these plans this vision that you have for your life you will invest in prayer and fasting and you will maintain those this throughout your throughout your your, your, your life like for example you can decide and say like uh, you can be, maybe if it's a corporate community, you can be praying periodically. There are seasons where you are praying and fasting. Huh? Like we have at Kingdom Diplomacy Strippers, we have seasons throughout the year when we spend time in prayer and fasting huh? as a community. Huh? And so even in our church, the church I attend, you know, we have a, a, a prayer and fasting for 21 days at the beginning of the year. And then later on, sometime after the a media, before we have uh, some uh, week of uh, a convention, which is a revival week. Huh? You see, so so there is prayer and fast, uh, fasting in that uh, sense, uh, and uh, even personally, beyond praying and fasting at the beginning of the year, I find like every every week I set aside some days to pray and fast because I've uh, sessions as I'm pre- as I'm uh, every time before I do mentorship sessions, uh, uh, which are practically almost every week, I spend some days praying and fasting uh, for this uh, for these uh, sessions, praying for the individuals. Uh, mentees, I'm praying for that 
uh, myself praying for the mentees themselves and dealing with that uh, with uh, barriers in the spiritual realm and barriers in the natural realm and also hearing from God. These four dimensions that I've spoken and other dimensions are contained in scripture about prayer, making declarations and uh, and, uh, re- and, uh, and clearing the way and creating pathways in the spiritual realm, establishing foundations. Uh, yeah, so prayer is something that you have to make it continually part of. Uh, prayer and fasting, continually part of that. The, the backing for your vision, supernatural backing for your vision, uh, supernatural backing for the implementations of your plans. So if you have been blessed by this episode, I would like you to uh, I'd like you to uh, share the same with a friend, uh, a colleague, a relative, uh, maybe on your social media platform or whoever you think may benefit from the same. And then uh, you can all, if you can also subscribe to the podcast if you are not subscribed so that you don't miss any future uh, episodes. I pray for you that God will grant you abundance of grace. The spirit of grace will pour upon you the spirit of grace and supplication that you may you may be able to be effective in the in in, uh, in prayer in terms of backing uh, the vision, the plans that uh, God has put in your heart with supernatural power and supernatural wisdom and revelation. God bless you.